Peter here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The Blind Perspective Network. I am your host, Victor Gouveia. And remember to like, share, and subscribe. And remember to hit the notification bell if you want to know when we upload a new video or uh, go live. Also, if you want to check us out, uh, like our and follow our page on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, lastly, if you don't like any of those uh, platforms, feel free to check us out on podcasts everywhere. Uh, if you have an iPhone on Apple Podcasts, uh, if you have an Android, it's on Google Podcasts, or uh, you can check us out on Spotify uh, and Anchor. Lastly, if you want the audio or video for this episode, feel free to send me a link. Whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com? Sorry, I misspoke that. Send me a message at whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on Twitter or Facebook. And I will send you a link to the folder housing all the episodes we broadcast here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Oh, and that's both video and audio. So, today I'm featuring two features. A movie... And a television series. Both both have opposite sentimentalities. For example, Stowaway is about sacrifice and bravery in the face of danger. How to be a tyrant? Well, exactly what the name implies. How to be a dictator, a tyrant, and it's a biography series. And each episode features a different dictator. Although not really. Uh, okay, I'm going to start by telling you this. The bio Both of these... Features are available on Netflix and both are described, at least up here in Canada, they are. And how to be a tyrant is kind of like a guidebook, and it the I forget, I, I'm sorry, I forget, I forget the term, but it essentially. Uh, uses well the premise that 
you're in a um, a textbook of sorts, a playbook, and it gives you different rules for how to become a tyrant. The first episode features Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler. Uh, the second episode features. Uh, come on, let me remember. I forget. Anyway, and then you get uh, Joseph Stalin and uh, Muammar Gaddafi, and you know the list goes on. And even though they talk about these particular dictators, they do feature different ways that they have gotten to power and how they managed to become dictators. And how they've managed to become successful dictators. Regardless of how they won or did not win the, the war. Or whatever it's the dictatorship. It still features the, their abilities and how they did it. And that's an actual biography. Based on those... Uh, dictators from history. The second feature, Stowaway, is an actual movie. And although it's fictional, the writers and producers tried to really keep it as scientifically accurate as possible. For example, in the movie, it's mentioned that they are on a cycler uh, ship, which is actually a ship that is being used to go to Mars. It's also, well, they also toy with artificial gravity. gravity. Sorry, I seem to be lost somehow. Um, they also, uh, Employ artificial gravity. Gravity. God, why am I having trouble saying that? I don't know. Anyway, they employ artificial gravity, and artificial gravity is a real thing. In fact, proof of concept was done back in nineteen in the nineteen sixties, and. They managed to get, I think it was uh, 0.19 Gs, uh, which I don't know what that equals, because I'm not a physicist or an engineer. So, I mean, you see them walking around on this ship, and uh, it really is quite amazing. Now, Stowaway is essentially about a crew of three people who are sent to Mars to essentially get it ready for colonization. And they are supposed to go, which will take, I think they say... 
eight months and come back, which takes eight months, and they're supposed to spend, presumably, another four months on the Red Planet. And that should all take two years. At some point, though, they find an engineer stuck in some um, crawl spaces of the ship. Um, he had an accident and lay unconscious and essentially didn't know he was going anywhere. So, yeah. There he is. Now, in that movie, it, uh, the commander of the of the um, yeah, well, the commander of the voyage essentially says that they can't turn around, and in fact, the cycler cannot turn around to come back with the guy because apparently there's so little um, I don't know what you call those things uh, navigation things on it that there's only an, a small amount for correction changes as they go to Mars so they have to essentially take this guy with them. Now, Stowaway stars Tony Collette, who you might be familiar with. Um, oh, what is that movie? The Abba movie. Um, ah, I forget. Uh, Tony Collette. And Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect. And uh, Daniel Day Kim. Let me see if I got this right. And Marina. Oh, sorry. And Michael. Uh, shame. Shamir Anderson as uh, the stowaway. Uh, Tony Collette is the woman who played um, the commander. Anna Kendrick is on board as the doctor. And Daniel Day Kim plays the uh, engineer, agricultural engineer, uh, botanist. And they're supposed to do something with uh, plants and stuff like that over there. So anyway, as you may or may not know, these, these space missions, when a space mission comes along, are usually done with certain resources, that are supposed to amount for 
the number of crew that's going. They'll have a small amount more as a backup, but not much more. So having Shamir Anderson come along, who plays Michael, by the way, um, Anna Kendrick plays Zoe, uh, David Day Kim plays David, and Tony Collette plays uh, Marina Barnett the commander of the mission. Um, So I'm going to use their first names. Uh, Michael is the stowaway who gets stuck in the crawl space and they don't realize that he's there, which is possible. I could see it. And Zoe is doing some maintenance and then comes across some blood that's on the floor. And she looks up and climbs up to check out the uh, the crawl space, and there he is. But that's not the story. I mean, one would think, okay, well, this guy is evil, or he's going to do something bad, or something like that. It's not the case. This movie is about self-sacrifice. It's about coming up with inventive ways to survive in difficult situations. And it really is a good movie. The acting is superb. The description is superb. I mean, I love the description. How to be a tyrant. The description needs a little more work, but hey, It's good enough that you can understand the episodes. And while one is about self-sacrifice, how to be a tyrant is not. Except it is. Both of them, on the on the outside, don't seem to be about the same thing. But I contend that they are about the same thing, which is the human spirit. Granted, while one... Sh- one feature took the human spirit in a positive way. The other feature took the human spirit in a negative way. The bravery, the self-sacrifice, the inventiveness, um, And, you know, uh, the technology being accurate. Again, both the series feature this from each dictator. Because no matter what you say, 
And I don't care what you say. Their crimes were evil. Oh, right. The second episode is Idi Amin from um, Uganda. Um, but all of these guys did evil things. Hitler did the Jewish massacre. I forget what the exact name uh, is. Idi Amin did about 700 deaths, killed about 700,000 people in his country during his rule. Uh, Stalin killed about 45 million during his. And, uh, I mean, shit. I don't even want to talk about more and more. Muammar Gaddafi because he was there for 40 years so God knows how many he killed and he's actually the longest ruler of the uh, dictator of the bunch but all of them and like I said no matter how how bad their atrocities were, you have to compliment them on bringing their countries together. Adolf Hitler came to Germany when it was on a decline during the Great Depression. Because even though the U.S. had a depression, all of the markets in the world went down as well. And none more so than Germany. Well, there might have been some that were more so, but Germany was the biggest. One of the biggest, anyway. Having said that, he came at the right time to bring his people together and they loved him. They were inventive in how they made themselves look amazing at the time. They were charismatic and each one had a particular ambition. And each one had a particular view of their country and what it sh- what the country should be. Like I said, I'm not saying what they did was good. I'm not saying that what they did was okay. I'm simply saying that the characteristics used to become a dictator are actually good. Having said that, well, yeah, having said that, that's pretty much it. I mean, the characteristics are good, but the execution wasn't. Uh, like I said, I mean, they come with 
grand grandeur and they come with grand uh, ideals but at some where along the way they get corrupted or at least their ideals became well evil for lack of a better term the same was stowaway and the thing is on stowaway you don't get the ending that you were hoping for. Nor do you get the ending that you expect. I'm not going to plot spoil. Uh, I am going to say this. If you're sentimental or emotional... This is going to make you cry. Hell, both of them are going to make you cry. I mean, when you listen to what some of these dictators did, I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, I was almost crying. Not with Stowaway, though, but with the How to Be a Tyrant. And I mean, honestly, I wasn't expecting the end. The ending just kind of hit me. Um, I really can't imagine three people one being a commander the other one being a botanist and the third one being a doctor having I mean granted all of them have been trained in their respective fields and all of them have been trained to operate a ship and all of them have been trained for this mission on Mars having said that I can't imagine what three astronauts would do on Mars. I mean, sure, they could set up some things, maybe an experiment or two, but yeah, I mean, that's all they can do. <laughs> so on the fact that Michael, the stowaway, is on board, I expected him to be evil. The antagonist. And I expected one of the crew members to be the protagonist. Or the guy that, the person that lives at the end. That's not the case. Michael's character becomes likable. He's on this mission by sheer accident. He got hurt at one point and went unconscious in the crawl space. 
And while it stretches credulity that no one realized this guy was missing, there really are a lot of people involved on a space mission. So it isn't that incredulous. So in the end, they have to accommodate their resources, food, oxygen, space on board the ship, for four now. Which they can't do. It's impossible. So they actually have to do something just as evil as the dictators, which is kill Michael. And no, he's like I said, he's not a protagonist. Because he doesn't run around, you know, killing everybody else and living. No. I mean, it. this is not an action movie by any stretch of the imagination. It is suspenseful in the fact that, you know, it's a, it, it's a space mission in outer space that's in dire straits. But it's not an action movie with fights or anything like that. Again, Michael is very lovable, likable rather, in this movie. And, I mean, he sends home messages to his sister and, and he reminisces about the fact that he's leaving his sister alone for two years during the mission but he's not because the other three have a job they have to kill him mission control says well you know that's the only way to proceed and they can't turn around and they don't have enough resources until they reach Mars. So the resources will only last them for about eight months. No, sorry, for about six months. And they still have two months short of reaching Mars, which has more resources. Presumably. I mean, that's what I think they're trying to tell us. Because they aren't worried about coming back either. But um, essentially, yes. The only way to continue this mission is to kill Michael. So the question is, what would you choose? Would you choose to kill Michael and continue your mission? Or what? Now, we aren't put in that position. 
and it's probably a good thing because I can't imagine making that that uh, choice. I can't imagine making that choice at all. Maybe you could. Maybe you might have a solution. I'm not an engineer. I'm not a physics. Uh, I'm not an, uh, a physics person. I know nothing about physics. So, in the end, it's a really difficult choice to make. And Tony Collette or Marina Barnett is faced with telling the crew, and the crew is faced with, well, do we tell Michael now or later? And in the end, there's no right or wrong answer here. I'm not going to give you the plot spoiler, how it ends, because, like I said, you don't expect what the ending is. Hell, I don't expect what the ending is. I mean, yeah. Michael has no training for the mission. He is presumably not an astronaut. He is an engineer who works on the ship. Uh, probably, I think he said he was there to get it ready or something like that. But um, he's not trained for the mission. So I have no idea how He's going to be able to, how, well, I have no idea whether the mission will be successful given what happens during the movie. So, guys, maybe you want to try and watch this movie and let me know what you think. Let me know in the comment section or send me a, a message via email or DM. And let me know. I mean, what would you decide? Would you decide that Michael had to live? Or the mission came first? I don't think I could make that decision. At all. Ever. So... There you have it. Uh, you can do this. You can search Netflix for these features. Again, it's Stowaway. And the series is How to Become a Tyrant. I think there are two seasons. And uh, like I said, I mean, both are just as fascinating. If you like biographies and learning about history... How to Be a Tyrant is the movie for you, uh, the feature for you. If you like suspense and 
science fiction, Stowaway is for you. But both feature the human spirit at its best. And yes, how to be a tyrant is at its worst at the end of each dictator's rule, but at the beginning, it's at its best. <coughs> Sorry, folks. So I urge you to check it out and go check them out on Netflix. And I reiterate that both features are described to the for the blind and have audio description. So let me see if we've got any comment. Oh, uh, wrong thing. Maria, I'm not sure exactly what page you're looking at. Um, but if you're on a page that you can't get off of, if you have an iPhone, you have to go back. And if you have an Android, uh, you use your back button. On an iPhone, I think the uh, go back is uh, a quadruple tap with one finger. Uh, if you are on an iPhone and uh, it doesn't want to stop playing, then you can always go to your item chooser and turn off Safari or YouTube and it'll stop playing. So Okay. So um that's the that's the only comment on the broadcast today. Um, so at this point, I don't know how, what more I can say about these two features. I definitely recommend going to watch them. Um, if you're into biographies, this is the one, How to Be a Tyrant. Uh, if you're into fiction, then Stowaway is the movie for you. Definitely. So, thank you for joining me on the Friday Film Feature today. And uh, remember to tune in for my opinion on different movies and series that are out there. Some will be on TV, some will be on streaming services. But either way, you'll get how I really feel. We are not advertising any particular features. 
Uh, well, I should say that a lot of my information is coming from the Internet Movie Database, imdb.com. Uh, if you're on a mob- uh, if you want the scaled down version of that page, put an M dot before IMDb. Actually, in fact, I think that's the situation with most websites. If you want a scaled down version of the website, you can put an M dot before any website link. And, um, and at that point, it'll be a scaled down version that you usually get on your phone, on a browser. So, uh, yeah, check us out. We'll see you next next week, folks, and uh, enjoy the movies.